this is a rendition of the sources and the speech that I gave at my parents' 60th wedding anniversary at Chalashuras in Congregation Shait Filo in Lawrence, New York. The it's for sure a Sudas mitzvah to make a 60th wedding anniversary for a couple. As the Gemara says in Moyed Cotton and Davchavches Amir Aleph, that Rabbi Yossi made a party when he turned 60 years old. And maybe you'll tie that that's only by a person that turns 60 years old that you make a party, but not by a couple. This there's a raya from the Gemara in Tainus, and of that says that Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa told his wife that when she received, as we all know, the Gemara says that she received a golden leg from the ta- from a golden table from Shemayim, from the heavens, and he said to her, "You should give it back, because everybody in." in Olam Haba, in the world to come, will eat from a table that has three legs, and you and I will eat from a table that has two legs. From the fact that he said you and I shows that the husband and the wife share the, they share the world to come. They share the reward. It must be that they share the reward in Olam Haba, and also they share in Olam Hazer. And the same way that Rabbi Yoisi made a party that he was not Kimikores, so too it's appropriate to make a party at 60 when a couple has endured a marriage of 60 years that, that, that has lasted that long. Because a couple, after all, are as an individual person. Like the Gemara says in Yevamis, Andav Samach Beis Amir Aleph, Samach Gimel, the Gemara says in Samach Gimel Amir Aleph, Amir Abulazer, Every man that doesn't have a wife is not considered a Adam. It's not considered a man. Shinemar, as it says in the Pasuk, He created them male and female. And he called their name Adam. So you see that the combination of the both of them is called Adam. And also the Pasuk says explicitly, that they will be in one flesh. Not like Rashi, but maybe also like Rashi. That Rashi says that they will have children, but in, in the child there will be one flesh. But also, they are considered like mamish, like one flesh, one entity. They are as one. And this, of course, is decided without free will, without Bechira. As the Gemara says in Sota, Andaf Beis Amaralaf, Arboim Yoim Kodim Yitzir Savlad, 40 days before the creation of the fetus, Mahrizim, they announce that the daughter of so-and-so will be married to so-and-so. And it's clear from that Gemara that we're talking that that is Vizivik Rishon in the first uh, marriage, the first match. And the first match, as it's clear from there, is not contingent upon free will. That is to say that the same way that the Gemara says in Nida, and that Hashem decides every single person that it is their destiny, whether they're going to be a Chacham, whether they're going to be wise, whether they're going to be an Usher, whether they're going to be rich, or whether they're going to be a Gibor, or whether they're going to be strong, 
So to Hashem decides the two halves that are going to come together. Hashem decides what spouse, what spouse they are going to have. This is what this is what it means that they are one, and it's not even and it's destiny. It's not even it's not even a matter of choice of bechira bechira chashes. But more than that, more than that, when you see one person or a couple, you see two people who are married. Just see two people. But when you go into their home, you see pictures of children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren and parents and grandparents. One person is one person, but they are also 50 people, but they are also 60 people. They are also 100 people. They're also 300 people. One person is filled with, inside of them, with nefashas, with different souls, and that is a family. And that is the unit of a family that they have the capacity to create. And also, when they are married, they do create. As Rabbeinu Yerucham in the Das Chochmo Musar, in Volume 1, Simen Nun Gimel explains that there is a difference between a klal, a whole, and a prat, and a part of the whole. The same way that the pratim, that the parts are different from each other, for example, the same way that a leg is different than the arm, and the arm is different than the leg, so too the whole that compri- is comprised from the arm and the leg is different from the arm and the leg. Meaning to say that the whole is an entity out of itself, in, in itself. The same way that Rabbi Akiva told Papus in the Gemara in Brachos, that there's a difference between fish, that fish can not live out of water, but they can live on land. They are different than people who can live on land, but can't live in water. So too, the whole is different than the part. The same way as the Gemara says in Nida, on Daflamin Abibes, that the same way that a fetus, which can live inside the womb, but cannot live outside the womb, is different than the baby, than the Vlad, that can live outside the womb, that can't live inside the womb so too the whole is different than the part. The whole is just not the sum, the sum of its parts, but it is also a whole inner itself. A good analogy to this would be, says the Rabbeinu Yerucham, is the Das Tfunos. The Das Tfunos explains what is the difference between the Neshama and the body. In the body, you have, in the body you have an eye that can see but cannot hear. You have an ear that can hear but cannot see. But in the Neshama, can hear and can see at the same time. So too, the whole is not the sum of its parts, but it's an entity that is able to see and hear at the same time. And we say this every single morning, and we say, Adon olam asher malach b'terem kol yitzir nevra, that the Rabboni Shalom was a master of the universe even before he created anything. He was the king before he created anything. Even though, even though the subjects are necessary, for for the subjects are necessary for the creation of the kingdom, but once the kingdom is created, the subjects are not necessary. They interchange. One year there'll be one subject, another year there'll be another subject, but the entity of the kingdom will remain the same. And that is the same with the family. Family also interchanges its parts. It has the parents. Then the parents become grandparents. Then the parents have Mehavi Shana. They don't live forever. 
then the children take over, and then they become parents, they become grandparents, and then they take over. But the, the entity of the specific family, that specific family endures forever. Once it is created, it is an it is it is an entity on of itself that exists forever and never and, and, and until be as going until the Mashiach comes. And this is what the Mishnah says in Nidarim, Adaf Memzain Amir Aleph. The Mishnah says in Nidarim that if a person makes a nether from if a person makes a nether from Peros and then he plants the if he makes a nether from uh, vegetate vegetation or fruits and then he plants them. If he plants them and then they grow again, not only is he prohibited from the original fruit, but he's prohibited also from the from the fruit that grow that, that, that grows out of it. Why says the Gemara? When is this true? Says the says the Mishnah. When ain't Zara Kala, when still when when the Zara is not Kala, when the Zara, when the seed is still there's a residue of the seed still left from the original from the original fruit. This is the zera from the original fruit is left is still left over. The that meaning to say that there's still a part of the fruit in the new fruit of the original fruit, and so too it goes with the family. The entity of the family has the entity itself has certain mannerisms, certain perspectives certain outlooks on life, certain way that they approach things, certain midos, certain character traits. This is who they are. And there's that, those uh, midos and those character traits perpetuate through themselves eternally through all the members of the family. And that's how you identify the whole family. That entity is in existence for forever and ever, and it is greater than the sum of its parts. And that's why the Mishnah says in the Dharam that the nether applies, the nether, the original nether on the fruits applies to all of the progeny of that fruit. So too, the identity of the family applies to all of the progeny of this couple, of this couple. So it's a true sudas mitzvah that a family unit, such as in this case, my parents endures for 60 years, which is the number, which is the number that is given, that that should be that should be celebrated, like Rabbi Yosef celebrated, like we mentioned, in in the Gemara. And just as a point aside, there is uh, an obligation for the members of the family, specifically myself, to my parents, to Hakoros Hatov, to um, recognize that they have that they have made me part of the family, that I have a family, that I have perspectives, and I have an approach to approach life in a certain way. As the Medrash says in Shemos, the Medrash says in Shemos, in uh, Shemos Rabbah, Dalet, the Medrash says that somebody opens a door for their friend, he's obligated to him with his soul. He's obligated to him with his soul, meaning that he can never repay the person back. And that's why Moshe Rabbeinu was indebted indefinitely to Yisro, because Yisro opened up his door for him. And therefore, even though Hashem told Moshe that he should go and save the Jewish people, he couldn't leave without asking 
for permission from his father-in-law Yisrael because he was so indebted to him. And so too we are all indebted to our parents, to our grandparents for opening up their doors for us, for taking care of us, for, for uh, instilling in us perspectives, midos, teaching us Torah. As the, as the Mishnah says in Bab Metziah on Daflam and Gimel Amir Aleph, Avedos Rabboi, Avedos Rabboi, Avedos Aviv. If a person finds two lost objects and he can only return one, one belongs to the Rebbe, one belongs to, one belongs to the Rebbe, and the other one belongs to the Father. Which one should he return? So the Mishnah says that he should return the Rebbe's. Why? Because the Father brings him to Olam Azeh. The Father brings him into this world. But the Rebbe brings him to Olam Abba, brings him to the next world. But what happens if the Father bring, if the Father is also the Rebbe? Then of course, then, 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 then of course he's doubly obligated, in a, in a, in a, twice obligated to, to honor him. In the case of my father, my father has taught me uh, perspectives on life, taught me how to shop, taught me how to be responsible, but also he's taught me Torah, made me keep my finger on the place. He's the one who taught me how to read Gemara the, in the beginning when I, was, when I was just a kid and how to, how to, read, how to read Rashi. So this is the, the, the celebration of this Sudas Mitzvah that we are looking at, that that the, the Sudas Mitzvah is the, the, the success of a family unit, which is the foundation to Klai for the Jewish people. This is how the Jewish people perpetuate themselves through history, from the beginning until the coming of Mashiach, <coughs> for, with, family, with family units. Hashem should grant us the strength and the ability to be able to continue from hist- from, from, to, through history, through, to learn lessons, from the past to, to, to create family units until the coming of Mashiach. Shkarech.